0: Turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel 18. 1 Samuel 18 for our thoughts. And when you get there, if you would, please stand. We read the Word of God in respect to Him and His Word. 1 Samuel chapter 18, we're going to begin with verse 5. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Jump down to verse 14. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways. And the Lord was with him. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. And then over in verse 30, the last verse of the chapter, the word word of God declares, Then the princes of the Philistines went forth, and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was much set by. Let's pray. Father, we love you and praise you. We thank you for this time you've given us to assemble in your house with your people. And Lord, we come to worship you this morning in spirit and in truth. And Father, we ask that you just bless the word this morning. Give me the words to say, to present to your people Father, let me preach with boldness and authority those things that you've laid upon my heart. Lord, speak to your flock this morning. And Lord, I just ask if there's one amongst us that doesn't know you, free pardon of sin, that today would be the day before it's eternally too late. Again, Lord, may everything said and done honor and glorify you today. Thank you again for those that are here. Bless them, Lord, for their faith and their commitment and attendance to your house. And, Lord, be with those that's not able to be here, Lord, due to illness and travel. We just uh, ask that you watch over them and bring them back to us. So, again, Lord, make me a vessel you can use this morning. For I ask it the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Did you see any... Similarities of those three verses that we read this morning. said that David behaved himself wisely in those verses that we read. Now, understand when God says something one time, we are to pay mind to it and attention to it, right? And listen to what he says. But when God says something three times or more, it is essential that you... Listen to what he has to say. This morning I want to speak to you about behaving wisely. And I want you to understand this morning. What does it take to be great? Anybody got any idea? Is being great having a lot of money in the bank? No? Well, I'm glad because that definitely leaves me out. What about living in a big house? Does that make you great? No. What about everybody knowing your name? Uh, I'm glad not everybody knows my name. (laughs) Amen. Amen? But that doesn't make you great. In fact, none of those things make you great. You see, if we will allow God to speak to our hearts this morning you'll understand what his word for greatness is. You see, God's idea of being great is that a person walks according to his will. That's what being great is. You see, sometimes we need to learn how to shut up and not speak out. You say oh no. Yeah it's going to be one of them. <laughs> Sometimes. We need. To learn how to walk. You see. We don't walk before the world. Whether you're aware of it or not. Child of God. You walk before God every day. You're walking before him. He's watching you walk. And God wants us. To behave ourselves wisely. You see one of the things about David. Yes David. God blessed. If you'll read the chapter before 17. God gave him a great victory over Goliath. But understand. David was a man. But he was great because. He learned How to serve God without tooting his own horn. What are you saying? I'm saying he was humble. He wasn't arrogant. He wasn't prideful. Don't we need more of that in the Lord's church today? A humble heart. A heart that wants to serve God. A heart that doesn't care about being recognized by the world or those even in the church. What matters is being pleasing to God that's what true greatness is so as i was studying and preparing these three verses jumped off the page and i saw three areas three areas where we need to behave ourselves wisely so i won't keep you too long i might have you out here by 12:30 i might i didn't say i would Amen. Verse 5. Notice what it says. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him. So one of the ways that David behaved himself wisely was in the work. Notice what it said. Whatever Saul, and by the way, David had already been anointed king by Samuel, but he abided his time. Saul was still recognized as the king, even though the Lord had departed from Saul. And David, the Bible says that when Saul told him to go out, he didn't argue, amen, like the average Baptist, ask him to do something. He didn't put the work off on somebody else, but he was obedient and he behaved himself wisely when it came to the work. whether you're aware of it or not, you know, all of us that are God's children work for the Lord. And it shouldn't be pulling teeth to get us to do what we ought to naturally want to do when it comes to serving the Lord in his church. Amen? And David behaved himself wisely concerning the work. And I don't know if you're aware of it or not. But we have a mighty task ahead of us. You see, society and the world is getting more wicked and more sinful. And we are the light of the world. And it's our responsibility to bear that light. And it's work. It's not time to take a vacation. It's not time to... Walk away when things get tough. Now's the time to roll up our sleeves and work. Because there are people out there, if they don't come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, they're going to hell. And guess who's going to be accountable? You and me. All of the Lord's churches are going to be held accountable. So the Bible says, and David went out with the soever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. Was David perfect? No. But David was a person that had something that we don't see a lot of today. It's called integrity. Amen. See, it's real easy for us to show up Sunday morning dressed in our Sunday bus, carry our Bible, go through the forms and motions of service. And people are like, wow, that's integrity. You know what real integrity is? It's not showing up Sunday morning, church. It's when we go home and we're out in the world. And when I mean out in the world, I mean not at the casino gambling. I'm talking when we're out there in the world, people can see a difference. And David was a man of integrity. And again, he behaved himself wisely. Boy, I wish that would be said of me. <laughs> My wife's not here, she so she's probably gonna say, No. I'll I'll tell you something. Some of you know. My knee's really just giving me fits. I mean, I'm, I'm constantly in pain. Well, silly me, the other night, I decided, well, I need to take the flag down since it's not Memorial Day. Now, I've got a couple ladders, but am I smart enough to use one of those ladders? Oh, I'll just grab this little folding chair. Well, needless to say, I got the flag down. But I went down with the flag. Flag went this way. I went that way. And I landed right on my knee. I'm laying there in the rocks. And my neighbor's two doors down. It was dark. But they had their lights on. They were in the car. And I know they had to have been cracking up. I'm laying I'm going, Lori. 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 She couldn't hear in the house. So I said, "Oh my goodness, Lord, you got to give me strength." I rolled this way, I rolled that way. I finally got up. But the reason I'm telling you this is sometimes we don't act like we're smart. I knew—I'll be honest—the thought crossed my mind. I really should use a ladder, but all oh, for the sake of time, it'll just take a second. Boy, I wish I'd have listened. You know, David was a man, yes, after God's own heart. But David did things wisely because he thought things through. Wouldn't it be nice if we thought things through? Now, notice what else it says in verse 5. Look at the next thing. It says, And David went out whithersoever, Saul sent him. And behaved himself wisely, and Saul set him over the men of war. Now understand, David was a young man, wasn't he? He was a youth, you might say. And now Saul has made him a captain over the army. Now you would think. That David might have had some issues when it come to pride and arrogance. Look, I'm the captain. I am the guy. But guess what? He didn't lord over the men that he led. He literally led the men. Sometimes we like to lord over God's heritage, don't we? Can I tell you something? Not all of us are chosen to be leaders. It's just a fact. Not all of us are chosen. And notice what I said, chosen. Listen, I wasn't mama called to preach the gospel. God called me. Why he chose me, I'm still asking that question 30-something years later, 35, going on 36 years. But I'm thankful he did. But I also know that I'm not to lord over the people, I'm to lead the people. Amen. And as I am following Christ, as long as I'm following him and leading in that way, you should follow me. Now, if I get off course, you don't need to set me down get rid of me. Amen? Especially when it comes to false teaching. But understand something. David is climbing up the ladder. But let me tell you something about the ladder. Sometimes you climb that ladder and you get to the very top of that rung, and then you finally realize uh oh, this ain't what I thought I wanted. Because when you get up to the top, even more responsibility. You don't know how many times I have thought to myself, wouldn't it just be easier to be sitting in a pew saying amen, let somebody else handle it? Wouldn't it be easier? But nope, I've said it. My wife can attest (laughs) When God gets done with me, they'll be throwing dirt over my face. I'll be dead. He'll call me home when he's done with me. So until then, I'm going to serve because I've learned from David's example how to behave myself concerning the work. Amen. So here, Saul makes him captain. And he's leading men, and it would have been, again, I want to reiterate, it would have been very easy for him to become arrogant and prideful. Look at me. But he didn't do that. He led by example. And you know, sometimes power can go to your head. Amen? Some people just like to toot their own horn. I've learned over the years, it's better to let the Lord toot your horn than you toot your own horn. And I've also learned this. (laughs) It's not about the people tooting your horn. Some folks become engulfed with that. Oh, no. How many of you have ever heard this? I don't care what the people think. You ever made that statement? Sure we have. I have. But you know what the Lord showed me? <laughs> it's true. It doesn't matter what the world thinks. What matters is what he thinks. But while I am here, in the world, there are people watching Constantly. And I need to live a life that will point them to Christ. So, David behaved himself wisely. And then look at the last portion of verse 5. And he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. You see, David behaved himself wisely and lived in such a manner that he pleased all the people and even Saul's servants. Understand, David was not one of those that treated some people one way and treated other people another way. And beloved, we as the Lord's children need to learn how to treat people. You're welcome. We need to learn how to treat our brothers and our sisters in Christ. I'll give you an example. Everybody here that's a member of Lone Mountain Baptist Church, stand up real quick. Members of Lone Mountain Baptist Church, stand up. That's good, sister. You stay where you're at. Pop, you stay where you're at. Brother George, you stood. Bless your heart. Okay, y'all are members of Lone Mountain Missionary Baptist Church, correct? Y'all can be seated. Y'all are members. Understand, because you're members, you represent everywhere you go with every person you come in contact with, you are recognized as just that, a member of Lone Mountain Missionary Baptist Church. So when you're out there, remember who you represent. And if you're going to behave in a bad way, don't tell them I'm your pastor and don't tell them you belong to Lone Mountain Baptist Church. Amen? (laughs) You're that old pastor that pastors that so-and-so there. Yeah, that's me. Pray for me. Well, you must not be very good. I must not be. No, it ain't me, the pastor. It ain't the teaching and the preaching. It's just that brother or sister aren't surrendered and submitted to Lord Jesus Christ. We need to pray for them. But we should remember who we belong to and we should treat one another like we're supposed to. Listen, all the people And even Saul's servants recognized David for who he was because he knew how to behave himself wisely. Another aspect. Jump down to verse 14. And Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him and departed I am so sorry. I I am at 12. You know what? That's all right. Saul was afraid of him. And I'll get into that in a second. Verse 14. David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and the Lord was with him. And when Saul saw that he himself behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of him. There we go. Next, Next aspect of greatness and behaving ourselves wisely. It's not just in the work, but in our walk. You see, Saul was afraid of David. But listen, it wasn't because David had some big, you know, uh, he was bigger than Saul. Saul was big. David was just young. It wasn't his size. It wasn't anything. You see, the reason Saul was afraid of David was because David had the Lord. That's why Saul was afraid of David. He wasn't afraid. Hey, Saul tried twice to kill David. But listen, the Lord was with David and protected David. And the reason Saul feared him was he behaved himself wisely in his walk. You see, he thought before he acted. Listen, he was already anointed of Saul, I mean of Samuel. He could have rightfully overthrew the throne. But no, he abided his time, and he waited on the Lord. How many of us here this morning have a hard time waiting on the Lord at times? We all do, don't we? We do. Hey, you're human. Patience. Hmm. I finally learned you don't pray for it. It took me a while. Because if you pray for it, I promise you, God will give you patience. But David waited on the Lord. But in his walk, the Lord was with him all the time. Why was that? How was he able to behave himself wisely, brother Cyril? Because the Lord was with him. And beloved, understand, anything we try to accomplish for God, it has to be for God's glory, and God must get all of the credit. Too many times we want to take the credit. If God does anything, he gets it all. We don't stand there and say, oh, look what I did, although I know some that want to take credit. Listen, it's all God. Every bit of it. So Saul feared David. And again, it wasn't because of his stature. It wasn't because he had a great victory against Goliath. And by the way, while he went and fought Goliath, Where were the rest of the Israelites and where were Saul? They were hiding. They were afraid. But you know why God gave David the victory? Because, one, David had faith. And two, it was God that provided the victory. David was just an instrument that God used. And that's what we are. We're just instruments that God uses in his service. But we aren't to take any glory in it. We're not to take and assume that, oh, look what we did. In fact, what is about, I think it's Proverbs 27, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's 27. If you don't have this underlined in your Bible, you ought to. Look at verse two This is something to live by. Proverbs 27 and verse 2 Let another man praise thee and not thine own mouth. A stranger and not thine own lips. Did y'all get that? If you ain't got it underlined, underline, underline line that. Let somebody else do the praising. Not you. Do-do-do-do. No. You let the Lord toot the horn. Now, back to our text. Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself wisely, he was afraid of him. See, the reason Saul wanted him out of the picture was he had God. And the anointing and spirit had left Saul. And by the way, Saul was saved. Amen? I've had some, oh no, I don't believe he was saved. He was saved. How do I know? Well, I remember Saul going to a witch and inquiring, witch of Endor. And what did the witch say? She saw someone look like Samuel and said, tomorrow you'll be where Samuel is. Well, Samuel was a born-again, saved child and prophet of God. So Saul was saved. But back to, he was afraid of him. And he was jealous of him because he had the Lord and Saul didn't. I'll ask you this morning, do you have the Lord? I pray you do. If you don't, you can have the Lord if you'll just be obedient and behave wisely and come down the aisle. Amen. Turn to verse 30. Hey, I might have y'all out by 12.15 tonight. Look at the very last verse. Then the princes of the Philistines went forth. And it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely. See, it's true. God gave David Victory over Goliath. But just because he gave him victory and gave him a win in a battle, that didn't mean the war was over. You see, as children of God, we are going to face many, many challenges and trials. And the battle will not truly be over till he calls us home. But David behaved himself. Wisely I understand the children of Israel. They were in fear. They were afraid. The Philistines, and by the way, you know who the Philistines they're descendants of Israel's enemy today, the Palestinians. That's who they are. Where they come from. And they were afraid. And at that time they were looking for someone to lead, someone That they could trust someone that they could hope would lead them to victory. And beloved, we're just like the children of Israel when we have our battles at times. There is a fear. There's uncertainty. And we're always looking to someone to help guide us. Can I tell you that someone is the Lord? It's the Lord. And sometimes when we're at a crossroads and we don't know what we're going to do, y'all ever been there? Many times, huh? Do I move forward or do I step back? Do I lift up my voice or do I just shut up and be quiet? Do I advance or do I stand still? We've all been there, huh? Beloved, the Lord is who we turn to. It's the Lord that gives victory. It's the Lord that is with us. And He is our hope. Paul told the Philippians that He could do all things through Christ, which strengthens Him. Now, the children of Israel, they wanted to run. That's normal in in a human. And especially if they feel like they're outnumbered. But look at what David did. The princes of the Philistines went forth and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul so that his name was much set by. You see... children of Israel enemies approaching and they turned to David after all he is the leader of the military and David behaved himself wisely in his witnessing to those people there the children of Israel in that he got grounded and turned to God, to lead. Now, greatness. We have all said that it ain't about money in a bank or how big your house is or what kind of car you drive or even who knows your name. That's not greatness. True greatness is when we come to the realization that we need Jesus Christ in our hearts. We need him for salvation. That's true greatness. And if we could ever get that across to people, stop striving for all this stuff that the world wants to offer you, but strive to get to Christ and his redemption, oh, we would be so much better off. So I'm going to ask you as I close. Have you trusted Jesus as your personal Savior? Are you totally relying on him? You see, that's the one thing that was so profound about these three little old scriptures. David truly relied on the Lord, and because of it, He was able to live his life wisely. What kind of life are y'all living today? Are you living it fully, trusting and relying on the Lord? Or are you trying to go your own way, have it your own way? Can I tell you something? Can I save you some heartache? I'm going to tell you, if you try to live apart from the Lord... Just mark it down. Everything you try is going to crumble right in front of you. And when we, as children of God, get away from behaving wisely and living for the Lord, when we get away from that, don't doubt for a moment. Trouble Is on its way. You say, well, I can do it on my own. Oh, I've I've been there before thinking I could do. Only one problem with that. I didn't. Amen. (laughs) I didn't. You cannot live without the Lord. You just can't. So, are you wise? Now, I will say this in close. David was very wise. He trusted God. He walked with God. But there came a day, and I'm sure we can all say, yep, there came a day where he was unwise. And, oh, did it cost him. Child of God, are you wise this morning? Or are you unwise? As David, leaving the wisdom God God gave him, it cost him, it'll cost you too. So come to the Lord. If you're here this morning and you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, we're fixing to have an invitation. Come to the Lord. If you're here this morning and God has laid it on your heart, hey, there's areas in my life I need to work on come to the Lord and ask him for help, for strength. I know when we got saved the Holy Spirit indwelt us, right? The Bible tells us that when we get saved the Holy Spirit comes to our heart and indwells us. But understand there are times in a Christian's life that yes we have the Holy Spirit but sometimes we don't have the power That we should have because of our unwise choices. Sometimes he promised to never leave us or forsake us. But sometimes when you're out of his will, you feel like he's a million miles away. You don't feel his presence. Is that his fault or your fault? It's our fault. Not the Lord. Believe me. When I read Psalm 51, David was so broken over his sin. He was miserable, couldn't sleep, cried rivers of tears because he wanted to be right and have the joy of his salvation restored. Notice the joy of his salvation Not his salvation all over again. He was never lost after he committed his sin of adultery and murder. He was never lost. He was saved. But he had lost the joy. Y'all ever been there? Sure we have. I urge you, child of God, make a wise choice. The greatest of all of us, yes, is our Savior. But if we are to be considered great in this life, then it must begin with a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then prayerfully walking and serving day after day after day. And then when we leave this walk of life, we'll leave a legacy. Amen? A legacy for those to follow us after. Would you stand with me, Brother Bob, you and Sister Holly, come, let's bow our heads, close our eyes, and we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Father, that's the message. I pray hearts have been spoken to through your word, your Holy Spirit. Father, I don't know the spiritual condition, but you do. I just pray Lord, if there's one that needs to move, they'd have liberty to do it. Lord, just help us to be wise. Help us to behave in such a manner people know what you mean to us. May we be a light in this sin-sick world. Again, whatever the need, especially if there's one under the sound of my voice, not received Christ yet may they come before it's eternally too late for it's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.